0: Hi, everyone. My guest for this episode is NYC-based stylist Yvette Jordan. Her work has appeared in Goji Magazine, Dreaming List Magazine, and Elements Magazine, to name a few. You can view her work on her Instagram at Yvette is Styling. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Valeria. Thank you for having me. So, like, we spoke a little bit before, like, before the interview, but, like, can you tell us a little bit about what you've been doing these past few months?
1: Yeah. So these past few months, I've been working on a few projects, like some that I'm really excited about that have come out that you've seen, um, some that are yet to come out, um, some that are yet to be featured. So really just like working, creating, um, and also taking on like personal clients and things like that. So um, yeah, that's kind of been what's been going on with me so like
0: last time we spoke you mentioned something that you were actually laid off from your job and that this gave you like the opportunity to work on new projects like like in freelancing and like uh personal wardrobe styling so I feel like this is something a lot of people in the industry can relate to like on a personal level can you tell us like what it's been like especially like getting laid off in this specific time is like completely different
1: yeah, so um, I work for a, a major retail company that I will not mention, but I was there and um, in April they furloughed us. And then eventually they decided to close the location that I worked at and, you know, lay officially lay off everyone there. Not everyone, but, you know, the majority of the staff. So right. um, that really opened up my schedule and my time and energy to dedicate to wardrobe styling and that's why you know I feel like at this point I've been able to do the work that I've done because it is now like a full it is a full-time you know job
0: right so like you said that you were working as like a visual merchandiser and I feel like a lot of people who don't know too much on the industry they're not aware there's like a job opportunity that people (laughs) may actually have so like what it should do as a visual merchandiser
1: so the way i explain this to people because a lot of people when i mentioned that i'm a visual manager they don't know what that means um so when you walk into like a retail store and you notice that like the mannequins are so like beautifully dressed like down to like the scarf down to the sh- the way the shoes are tied like we do all that um we decide where product goes we create the rooms like if you walk into one room and it's like leather and edgy like we create that or if you walk into one room and it's more business styled we we decide where the product goes um and like an example i give is like for example like uh victoria's secret right they have when valentine's day rolls around they completely switch their store right when christmas rolls around the store is like christmas like macy's like everything's christmas like so the visual team will work overnight usually more than one overnight to get the store flipped to like christmas you know with like boxes and everything christmas trees everywhere so that's essentially what that team does
0: right yeah I feel like it's like a career that like it's you know I would say stable because you have like a retail like a retail job you work for a brand and like I think a lot of people that work in styling or they want to work in styling they don't know it's an option because like retail jobs tend to be a lot less uh like in the spotlight you don't see them as often yeah so people don't know what that is but I feel like it is like a good job option if you're into styling but you want something like more secure yeah and
1: i think like a lot of people and it is sales driven there Mm -hmm. is a sales team that focuses on sales there's also like an operations team that all they do is like make sure the store is running operationally um then there's a visual team uh there's sometimes you're You might have like an HR team in the store. So there's a lot of different parts of what goes into like at least like a flagship location kind of store where everything's split up and there's a team for everything. Then, yeah, like that visual element, you I guess you wouldn't know unless you were told (coughs) about it because it's not it's not at the forefront of like what you think when you think of a retail job
0: right especially because i feel like a lot more like casual stores they have like their own sales associates sort of do like the visual merchandising so they're not aware like higher end stores or like Mm -hmm. bigger brands they have an actual team that's dedicated entirely to like visual merchandising exactly right yeah so like how did you first get into styling
1: um so when i was in high school uh you know like we have all those like senior events that you're Mm -hmm. supposed to go to and um I worked in retail. I had like a job like after school and like weekend job where I just like use my discount and like I had a bunch of like great clothes in my closet and my friends would come over and ask me to like style them for like you know senior photos or like grad bash which is something that people do in Florida Um, or like senior breakfast or the ring ceremony. So I pretty much like styled all my friends for like all those events and that's pretty much when I realized that like I could do it and i like to do it Mm -hmm. but then later on I realized that stylists like wardrobe stylists is an actual career that people just do that and once I realized that I think it was pretty much like a no-brainer right so like you, you know
0: you just mentioned that you're from Florida so how was like early on so how was like making that move over here Actually, I moved here four years ago. Oh, okay. I thought you moved like very recent, like not recently. Yeah.
1: I moved. This is be like July this year will be five years I've been here, um, and that transition. I wish I would have made it sooner. Like right. just to that point, like I was really just, I don't know, like. To be honest, I might have been like scared to move or just really comfortable where I was. Yeah. Um, and I wish I would have done it sooner, but I'm glad I did it, you know, you know when I did. Uh, but yeah, so that transition was interesting. Um, I came here, I didn't have a job lined up. I had to like look for a job mm-hmm. and like hustle and do that. And I did that. Um, and then it was kind of just like, you know, just working really hard at what I was doing, which was visual merchandising and trying to like grow my career from that
0: right so when you were in Florida were you already like doing like freelance or like personal wardrobe styling or were you still only doing original merchandising
1: so it's been like uh like, off and on with, like, retail right. and wardrobe styling. There'll be times where I'm doing wardrobe styling that I've done in Miami as well. And then I'll jump back into retail. And then I'll then right. I'll kind of, like, I go with the flow with those two. Like, when one's available, I, like, really lean into it. Like, right now, you know, like, I'm not working in retail. Right. And so it's natural for me to lean into doing wardrobe, wardrobe styling. styling. Um, unfortunately, when I'm working full-time in retail, I don't have the, like, the ability to do both because it's, it's just too draining, I guess, like, to do both, so it's really just one or the other. I like doing both. Um, I've been doing both for, like, 10 years, and so it's kind of been, like, an off and on.
0: Right, yeah, so, like, I feel like, especially, like, working in retail is very time-consuming because you do have to, like, obey certain hours. Like, you can't just be there, like, I'm going to show up at this time, no, like, they're telling what time you have to be there, so you're there, so it's, like, I feel like a lot of people that have retail jobs are often, like, they don't have enough time or, like, energy to pursue, like, freelance at the same time, so it's kind of tough for them to, like, sort of, like, connect to that, like, I guess more creative, you have more freedom side. Yeah, and like to
1: be honest, when I did have that the last job I was at, I was doing styling. Like I had picked it up while I was still working, Um, and that's probably what helped me with this transition last year into doing it full time is because I already had like roots there because I had started already, Um, and I was doing it. It's just you know I had to turn out a lot of jobs right on the wardrobe styling side to accommodate for my retail job, you know. And now I don't I don't have. That to hold me back from taking on the work, you know.
0: Right, like the first like time that we spoke, we spoke about something that was called Model Mayhem, (laughs) and like sort of how you started. It's just something that I found really interesting. Like I went and I looked it up afterwards because I had no idea what it was, but it was like really interesting. That sort of you got to see how a lot of things changed and like how people networking changed. Yeah. I mean,
1: essentially what we were doing on Model Mayhem, which was like a MySpace for creatives, mm-hmm. meaning if you were a model, photographer, stylist, makeup artist, hairstylist, stylist, you would be able to reach out to people and like your, your page or your profile had all your work on it. It was essentially like a portfolio. Right. So people could check your work, say, I really like what you're doing. Can we collaborate? And that's exactly what I would do um, with people. That's how would meet creatives on that site, you know? Um, so yeah, it was like that's now we do that on Instagram, you know? Right. Um, but that's how like ten years ago, like I was doing it.
0: Right. Is there any like website like now that's similar to that? Do you know of any?
1: <sighs> I'm like the yeah. wrong
0: person to ask about this.
1: <laughs> but there are. Like I know that um this is a little off topic, but Kvar is one that you can submit your work to magazines. Oh, okay. Like that's one in case people don't know about that one. Now as far as like social networks for creatives I'm not familiar Um, I know a lot of my friends do it themselves but on Instagram like they'll create groups and this is like a mentorship group for stylists or this is a we're going to connect and work group for stylists so I think they're doing that just on Instagram
0: right i feel like facebook too facebook groups a lot of people go oh, yeah. on those but i just spoke to another stylist like the other day we made an interview with her and she told us about this uh thing called clubhouse where you make like sort of forums or like chat rooms where you talk to people in the industry so i think that's the new one that i just found out about i didn't know what it was and it's i know other know. yeah like i know <coughs> other people that i had on the podcast they've recently like gotten on it so that's like a Ooh. cool one to check out yeah thank you for that yeah so Did you do any internships or mentorships like when you first started?
1: I did. I did. So (laughs) back when I was like, this is again, like 10 years ago, (laughs) um, I was, like, I used to be heavy into, like, looking for gigs on Craigslist because Mm. they would just, you know, if you can suss them out pretty well, you can, you know, you don't have to be scared of, like, what you're going to find at the other end of, you know, that interaction. So um, I saw a posting for an internship uh, for a a modeling agency on South Beach, and I went and I applied and I got it. And it was just, like, such an amazing experience. Like, you know, they give you, like, a company card, and they're like, we have this model coming in we're gonna take her like more commercial and we wanna do this theme shoot, what do you think? And like, I got to collaborate with them. I got to like pull from the showrooms in Miami like for these girls. I got to be there on set to style them. And like, it was really dope. Um, so that was an internship that really like, let me see like, this is real, that like, you can really do this. Like, and really, it really made me like really happy. To do it every day you
0: know right so like I feel like internships might be the most important thing there is to people out there especially if you're not going down like the formal education route because mm-hmm. it's like you know a lot of people can't afford it a lot of people just don't want to go through that so I feel like mentorships or internships are really like I feel like I've learned more from the internships that I had than like the actual like education program that I've been through because it's yeah. like if you don't want to go to school especially for certain things and those are like technical aspects of your career has like you know it's like, you could do it through internships, you really could just, like, get working through internships or mentorships, you don't have to, like, get formal education, like, right now, I wish I wouldn't have, like, already spent so much time, like, going to school, and that, because I realized it's, like, oh, I could have done this without going to school, but, yeah, I mean, and just to
1: add on to that, I'm a firm believer, and it's not what you know, it's who you know, right, because I've seen, like, I've seen that play true, like, so many times in my life, like, for me personally, and with people around me, it's like you need to get those connections. Like the networking is really at the core of it. Right. Now, if you're going to school and your goal is to network and leave right. there with you know colleagues, okay, and you could yeah. have done that for free. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But you know, you might want to. You just might want to be around like-minded people who find like the studying of it right. to be really important, or you know, or somehow there's some sort of like value on that you know, and I respect right. that, and if that's what you want, go for it, but you can't leave school without con- the connection, because right. like that's really where, that's really what the value is of going to school, and right. being exactly. around so many like-minded people every day, you know, working through things together, like, you have to leave school with a little team or a little squad of people who you're going to take that learning and apply it
0: right yeah no definitely it's like you sort of get to like pick out people that you might want to work in the future with or even like professors can like hook you up with like jobs or like people that they know so it's like if you're gonna go to school for something then make sure you are like talking to people and like or like you're being nice to your professors even if they're not being too nice to you you never know who's gonna be like you never
1: know and it might not it's one of those things that it might not be tomorrow it might be years down the road that because you guys have that similarity that you went to the same school i mean Mm -hmm. you know like we all know how that works like i get it but i just feel like it's not the only option like if you cannot make it to design fashion school you can still get it done you can still end up in the same rooms as these people years from now if you work hard and you you know dedicate the time and energy to like hustle and like get the work you know
0: right yeah so it's like overall just don't be discouraged if you can't go to like college or you can't get formal education because there's especially in the fashion industry there's way for you to like yeah do it without having formal education. there's many ways and
1: like I I understand like a lot of people do ask like how did you get here how do you start because everyone's story is so different right some people will say, okay like I went to school and I got an internship because I went to school because of the an notoriety right. and you know boom I took that like what people would consider like a traditional path to like getting there or it could have been like you know I you know used to have a friend who did makeup. And she asked me to come to set one day and I, you know, kind of like gave the model my jacket and I became a stylist. And like, you know, there's so many like random ways you can like fall into that field. And so like I understand why people want like, how would you do it? How do you do it? But honestly, like school isn't just the only way. Right. You know, I guess that's what I'm trying to say.
0: Right, no, yeah, it's like I've had a lot of people on too who like no formal education. People dropped out of like other careers, like not like creative careers just to join here. And it's like they're doing good and they're able to like live off of what they do. So it's kind of like, yeah, you know, if this is a really good industry to, you know, obviously medicine, you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to become a doctor, but you never want to college. Like that's right. not, that's not like an industry that you can do that in. But this is definitely an industry where you can just be like, I'm good at this and like I'm naturally talented for this. So even if I don't go to school, I know I'm going to like, yeah be able to do this
1: yeah I mean I totally agree I mean unless you want to and I know it's like you you legally need a degree to like practice law or practice medicine and things like that but everything else really besides like professions where it's legally you're legally obligated to have a degree for it then you could just do it like you don't have to I mean the funniest thing is like business school like you don't have to go to school to learn how to run a business like people come from everywhere around the world and make run businesses without schooling so it's you know it's just like how do you like dedicate time to educating yourself that can be free you know and getting out there just doing it
0: yeah like I actually go to like FIT for business and I found that I'm like I could have gotten this from like you feel that way yeah I do feel (laughs) that way so it's like people ask me like oh do you regret going to school I'm like I kind of do regret going to school because I feel like a lot of things I've learned I could have like learned on my own or I could have learned like you know on the way and it's like a lot of things they I feel like they can't teach you certain things you kind of have to experience them once you actually get out there and it's like you know like unless you need a license for it you You don't need to go to school. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And a lot of people ask me like, "Oh, you got FIT? Do you like FIT?" I'm like, "I like FIT, but it's like, but do I really need to go to FIT?" That's my. That's like my major thing. (laughs) But yeah, like that's my number one thing. It's like I don't like discouraging people who can't get formal education because it's like. It's also, my thing, it feels kind of, like, elitist to, like, be like, no, you can't do it unless you are in college. A little bit, yeah. So it's kind of like, no, you can do it, and I know you can do it, and it's like, a lot of people are successful even if they have, like, no formal education, especially yeah. in fashion, so go ahead. If you feel especially
1: like, in creative yeah. fields, like, you know, I think, like, that's what, there's no, like, other industry where, like, just being you is what's going to get you, right. you know, what you want.
0: So, yeah, it's, like, when you, like, another, like, playing into this, like, what is something that you did that you felt really helped you start your career? Something that I did? Um,
1: connecting with other people, like, not thinking I'm going to do it on my own, and, like like, back to, like, networking and, like, having a little community in your industry, like, right. you know, like making, you know, connections with the hairstylist, with the makeup artist, with the model, with the photographer. Because, you know, if you guys like the way you work together, that one day, it could lead to more, you know, like you guys wanting to collaborate in the future. So really like networking and building those relationships, that's what really has gotten me moving, you know?
0: Right. So like right now, like since a lot of people aren't able to work, what's the best way to like sort of keep in contact with those connections you've already made without losing them? Because some people have been out of work, for like months or like they you know they don't feel safe so they don't work how do you feel how do you stay connected with those people
1: i mean mean, it depends if you guys communicate over text text them if you communicate over ig or email or whatever however you normally reach out to them just do you know just do it
0: right so it's just like just you know sort of keep it more like on a more personal level like hey i remember you exist and not so much like i only try to hit you up when, you know, I want to work. But. Well,
1: that's also, that's a case by case basis. Right. You might connect more personally with someone um, than you do with someone else, where it might be that you are only hitting them up for work. Or some people you might want to be like, hey, happy holidays. Hey, how you been? Right. How you doing? How's your mom? Because you did connect in that way so it that's you know you gotta play that by ear
0: right definitely like I feel like a lot of people get a little picky with like oh I don't want to work with her because I didn't click do you are you like a firm believer in that only working with people that you've like clicked with or um not necessarily
1: like only working with people that I click with if you're talented and we don't click I'm gonna work with you because you're talented like the clicking is like you know that should be secondary like first we got to know that you can do like what you're you know yeah like, do okay. it um and then after that if we click fantastic i'll be more prone to work with you but i think you you got to execute first and just because i don't click with you doesn't mean i won't work with you, you right
0: know? yeah because like, i've heard a lot of people are like no because i don't like her like i don't like how she worked or like i did not like this and it was like but did she like how she worked? like yeah i just didn't like her like that much it's like oh okay well yeah different people have different styles of working but i feel like it's you know
1: I mean, there there have been people who I've determined I don't want to work with because um, the vibe was just not, it was, it didn't feel right.
0: Right. It wasn't even productive. At or
1: they might have been triggering me or something while mm-hmm. I was working and I was like, you know, I don't need, like, I can't, you know, right. I'm not going to put myself through this. And that's fine. You know what I mean? But that, that might be like an extreme case where right. like this person is really not for me. And, it, you know, when you meet anyone like that in your life, I'm sure we all feel the need to separate ourselves from them, whether it's work or not. But I would say that I have, like, a, a pretty, like, high threshold for, mm-hmm. you know, I guess whatever people find to be, like, too abrasive. Right. I'm a little more open to that. But I even I have, you know, come mm-hmm. to that determination, too, with some people.
0: Right. Like, there's, like a clear like, a clear limit, like, a clear difference between being, like, not being buddy-buddy with someone and then someone straight up being, like, not a good person to work with. Yeah,
1: like... Yeah, sometimes you get on set and it might be, like, a power struggle. It might be a this, a that. It might be tension. It might be ongoing. And it's, like, you know, you only need to experience that once, like, you know. And if you have the the choice, you know, which in this case we do, um, to not, then you just
0: don't. Right. So, like, knowing what you know now, what would you have done differently, like, a couple years back?
1: Oh, well, number one, um. I would have definitely moved, like, out of my mom's house, like, earlier. I would have moved out sooner, you know, just because I could have just gotten so much more done if I was on my own already sooner. Um, So that just plays back into, like, me moving here, Mm -hmm. you know, like, when I did and not sooner. Uh, So, yeah, I just would have been a little bit more, like, proactive early on.
0: Right. Was it, like, when you first moved here, was it easy to find, like, a community of creative people that you felt comfortable with? Um, When I first moved here,
1: I wasn't focused on that because I was working in retail. And, like, only in the last, like, year and a half Mm -hmm. have I delved into like creating a community of creative people and that wasn't that hard because i knew how to do it because i had done it before right it's like reach out to people um it's like you just reach out to the people you admire the people who you want to work with and like you know they're not all going to say yes but right. some of them will and the ones that do you you roll with that like you know and that's pretty much what I did um I reached out to stylists I was like hey listen like you know I'm willing to assist you like if you need an assistant like let me know and I just started working with stylists that way and like it's grown from there
0: right so it's sort of like you you weren't like really looking initially to so sort of getting to like maybe like editorial styling so it was like what well, you know you were just focused on like trying to like get on your feet and like settle into a new city so Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of people can relate to this especially when they move to like new york they're like their main focus like i'm just trying to like figure out how to eat right now i'm not really looking to like make any friends yet but i feel like it's a very clicky like industry so once a click Mm. like a group has been formed it may be hard to like try to get into it if that makes sense
1: yeah which is why i think the way that i approached it where is like you're hitting up people who already have that note who are already in the industry Mm -hmm. and and saying hey i'm gonna assist you like it gets you in the room right right i mean you don't have to fight into them you know like you just have to say hey i'm willing to work um and let's go and like you know if you're willing to do that which i don't know why you wouldn't because like if you're not working you know like what do you what else would you be doing Right. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like maybe it's more on like like they're having a hard time knowing people on like a personal level because people tend to be like, no, we only need to work right now. I'm not really looking for like any friends, but I feel like that. Oh, you mean like turning
1: like professional relationships into friendships?
0: Yeah. Like sort of like turning professional relationships to like longer term professional relationships. Like, oh, can we work more than once? Can we do this? And like people tend to like Only want to work with certain people that they may have already known from before, or like.
1: Well, I think what could be like a change, like what you can do to contribute to making people want to work with you is when you show up, you gotta like perform, like you gotta really be like the Best, you got to think like, I'm gonna go in here and I'm gonna kill this, I'm gonna wow everyone, I'm gonna do more, I'm gonna go above and beyond. And then they're gonna, it's gonna be hard for them to figure out why they shouldn't work with you again, Because right. if you show up and they're, they're like, My god, she killed that, she brought everything, she she like accessorized it great, and she like had ideas, and she was collaborating with us, like, she even suggested poses for the model, she suggested this, you know, and she was willing right. to help. Like, if you're really like a team player and you show up and you like are good at your job then people are going to want to work with you again. right? You know, it shouldn't be like the fear. Like, oh, my God, no. If you just show up and you do it and, you, you know, obviously, like, if you're good at it, it'll show. Right. Um, then it'll, like, pay itself back to you, you know. Like, it'll come back to you.
0: So, like, before when we spoke last time, we spoke about, like, your goals and where you wanted to take your career, and you mentioned you wanted to get into costume styling for film, and I think that was, like, really cool, because I never heard someone, like, suggest that, like, oh, I want to go into costume styling, so can you tell us about that? and so
1: I'm, like, smiling
0: under my mask right now, because (laughs) that is,
1: like, a dream of mine, like, just because, you know, growing up and, like, looking at movies and, like, um, having those movies that really I didn't realize this, but stand out to me because the wardrobe was so great, mm-hmm. and I was attracted to it, like for example, like back to the future for some reason, all of them like I just love how like the costume designer for those movies and they call them a costume designer because it's essentially your wardrobe styling for the movie, but since the the people in the movie are characters, mm-hmm. they're costumes for the characters, so it's called a costume designer um and I just love like specifically like that little like set of movies i thought the wardrobe there was super cool super fly you know right fly and um like any kind of period movie like you go back and there's like a movie from like the 1800s or the early 1900s like i'm so there i like love like just seeing how they recreate that style that vibe like the nostalgia of it i love it um so i would love to get there one day like on a film project you know i would love to be the stylist for like something like that
0: right yeah I thought that was really interesting because I also really like costume design but like um you know I'm not really into like styling or like design but Mm -hmm. I've never heard like a stylist be like oh I want to go down like into film and stuff I feel like also another career that people may not realize is like exactly viable like you know Mm -hmm. way of living so it's like that's also another job that people should look into especially if they like sort of creating concepts that you know just creating concepts, creating stories yeah. that's like a really good way to like tell them it's because you know you can't tell the difference between like certain periods unless it's through like clothing or like music or art but like i feel like clothing like is yeah. the most like is like the easiest way to tell what period it is just by looking yeah. at what they're wearing so it's like really important that like people sort of get it right in the movie yes it creates the whole vibe to the movie it really does it really
1: does and like I can tell you so many moments in movies where it's just about like that fashion that um Mm -hmm. costume designer like executing on that scene or like really like giving us the full range of like expression it's just beautiful so um and then also like a larger scale type of you know job right where like you'd have a team and like it would be more collaborative so I think that would be cool
0: yeah, no, that was very interesting. I was like, oh, I want to talk to you about this. <laughs> very cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, what was the movie I saw recently? I think I was telling you I saw, like, Ad Astra, that Brad yes, Pitt movie. Mm-hmm. And there was a scene, and, like, there's not much fashion going on in that movie because he's an astronaut. Right. But the way they design, like, the helmet and the right. suit, like, even that, like, I was a little geeked out on because I thought, you know, they're definitely creating this. And I thought they did such a good job, like, of making the space suit, like, look cool
0: right yeah, yeah. it's like it could be like really small things like wow like you wouldn't think an astronaut suit from like a movie would be like oh my god like i you know you can tell where it's from too like certain pieces you're like well that's from this movie that's from this movie yeah. so it's very it's very important i think it's underestimated how important costume designers are for movies
1: i agree and like if i see like a really good movie like that i love I'll go to the credits and I'll look for the name of the costume yeah. designer and I'll look her up or him. I'll look them up and be like, you know, like kind of see like what they worked on before. Um, kind of like learn a little bit about them, you know, like just so I'm a little bit more like, you know, in tune with like how, you know, those people work or who they are. Right. So,
0: yeah. Like, so, like, just to like start wrapping up, what is something you wish you knew before becoming a stylist? Um, Something I wish I knew...
1: I don't know. I just feel like I don't know if I don't know if I can have an answer to that because I just feel like I've learned everything as I go and everything I've encountered. It hasn't been like oh shoot, like I wish I would have known this. It's like oh, okay, cool, and then I just roll with it. Um, and nothing's been too surprising, honestly, because you know I kind of get what's going on because I've been doing it since I was in high school, so I kind of right. get the process. Um, and nothing's really surprised me along the way, you know. I guess like knowing that some people could be flaky i guess and like being prepared to like plan around that you know because there'll be shoots where sometimes someone will call out last minute or something and always making sure you have like a backup to the backup or something like that i guess i could say that
0: right so like just sort of like know that some people may not be as reliable Mm -hmm. like you need to be prepared you need to adapt to whatever situation it is that you're in yeah so and then this you can take your time to think about these but what are five tips for someone who wants to become a stylist Okay,
1: five tips. Um, Number one, you need to be constantly inspired. So what I do is like a lot of my Instagram feed is just fashion, you know, Mm -hmm. blogs, fashion pages, fashion inspo, like celebrities that like pages that just like give you like celebrity looks or someone they like focus on some celebrity that like you really like her style or his style. And just like as you're like scrolling through like you normally would, you're also going to get inspired while you scroll so I think keeping like fashion in your face I know we used to do it with magazines but now we're doing it with your phone so just keep it around in some way um don't be scared to network I guess make sure you get out there um, or make sure you reach out to people and create a network um prepare for wait what is it plan for the best prepare for the worst something like that. how does that go I think it's like
0: plan for the best prepare for the worst
1: right right
0: whatever
1: <laughs> <laughs> like like I was saying before like have a plan b and a plan right. c like don't just show up there if the client wants two outfits show up with at least four right you know because you know if you're not doing a fitting ahead of time you need to make sure things fit so just, right. don't like don't ever be short on the product like always overdo it right um because you never know what's going to happen you gotta um be collaborative like when you get to set it's not going to be all about you and what you want and what you want to create I mean unless you're the creative director for that shoot you know even then you're going to have to collaborate with the rest of your team so and this also being a good team member like a good partner like if you feel like something's out of order or out of whack like speak up you know Mm -hmm. and like You know, they're going to appreciate that, especially if it's going to reflect on, you know, their work or your work. And I would welcome that as well. Like if people are like, hey, you know what, you need to do this or that, I always welcome it. So I think like creating that communication with your team is like that open communication is important and to not be afraid to like allow that.
0: So, again, just as a reminder, you can view her work on her Instagram at Yvette is styling. So, thank you so much for coming on. It was great having you. You actually, I enjoyed talking to you about a lot of things like the costume design. So, thank you so much for being on. Thank you, Valera. Thank you again for having me. I appreciate it.